Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast with Cribs. Before we get into our next guest, I just want to remind you that if you are looking for an investment property, looking for the next high growth market and want to know how to secure that good quality asset, you need to talk to me and the team. We are looking across the whole Australian Eastern Seaboard, only work with the best developers in the industry, can help you secure that asset, do the cash flows, have a good understanding about where you're going to find that growth. So ultimately, secure that investment and keep on building that fantastic portfolio to achieve the long-term dreams. Reach out to the team, have a chat to me, and let's get into this next show. So I really wanted to um, to jump in. It's a little bit off topic, but we've had a few clients um, recently come to us with a lot of off-the-plan properties that have been completed. Mm. And uh, the bank valuation comes in and they are far from what the actual um, property intended to be valued at. When <laughs> So I'd love to know your input on that phenomenon. Look, I'm, I should stop smiling. I, I <laughs> okay. apologize in advance if any of you are watching. It's, it sucks. Um, there's a few things I want to say on that. Uh, first and foremost, it really it comes down to the product yes. and the market. Does the product fit the market? Um, is the development a high-quality development? Does the valuer see um, good prospect for that property? Okay. Yes. So I, I need to, with, without, um, it's hard to talk about this kind of stuff without going into specifics. Yes. Um, so let me just try and put this in a bit more broader term. If you have a product, so let's just say an apartment in an area that's predominantly, say, house and land or the market is used to say four bedroom houses and you're coming in with a product that is two bedroom apartments and they're a million dollars, but then you've got house and land out there that's a million or $1.2 million. There's clearly a misalignment between the, 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 there's no product market fit. The value of that product is obviously going to be much, much lower because there's a misalignment. There's um, the value doesn't stack up. Um, I'm also seeing, so I want to say that largely there are a lot of off the plan properties that come in on the money. Yes. And depending on market sentiment, sometimes it comes above. Probably not going to happen now just because there's been a 15, 20% drop in many of the markets around Australia. But I do want to say you can avoid a lot of these pitfalls by doing a few things. One, pick the right market where you can see that there's good long-term growth. The second thing, pick a good product that fits within that market where there isn't an oversupply, where there is the right amount of demand, and you can see that there's going to be a great town center or there's going to be some real draw card or the the property you're picking has a unique disposition or aspect or something is making it different and exciting and the valuer can come in and feel that wow factor. Is that point of difference, really? Point of difference. Point of difference is absolutely vital and key. If you're one apartment amongst another 700 apartments and they're all the same, guess what? It's probably going to be sucky for you. Yes. <laughs> um, the other way that you can that you can sort of maintain or make sure that you get value out of your off-the-plan or brand-new property is get something that has a, uh, a closer time period. So there's a lot of brand new property that's out there that's for sale, that's completed and brand new. It's there and it's done or it's three minutes, uh, three months away or six months maximum. Um, you can see that there's comparable sales in the market. Yes. And then you have something you can peg yourself to and that's going to protect your values. Okay, fantastic. So 
basically speak to a professional really if you don't know what you're doing yeah that was a really <laughs> long-winded way of saying that but yeah look it sucks and i feel very sorry for the people that do that um you know, people get sold into very different uh, opportunistic deals yeah. that may not be right for, um, there might not be enough value in it. No, well, I appreciate your um, sentiments on those there, Dominic. But on happier news, the in terms of um, finance, the market is coming back. The rates are at a historical low. Um, credit policy is loosening. Um, the banks are starting to get their common sense back and realize that um, the tightening credit policy did have an effect on property, it, like, but now they need to do something because if no one can get a loan, then that's not good for mm. the, the economy. So that's obviously helping. I'd love to know how does one uh, pick a good market once they've got their finance in the bag, basically? Yeah. So that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of time doing this. This is my bread and butter and why I love property so much. I love the research and I really, really get into it. Yes. The things that I really like to peg uh, value to is um, things that I can touch, see and feel where it's going to make people's lives better. I think we've said about this, this in the past. I like to see where there's going to be key investments in infrastructure. Yes. Um, and, and may I say, whilst we're on this topic. Yes, you may. That... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that in Sydney, in particular, there are. I don't think we're going to recognise a city in the next five to ten years. There's so many key investments in infrastructure that you really want to then pay attention to. Where is there an overlap? Where are there going to be a number of key pieces together? Is there going to be a school, hospital upgrade, a business park, key pieces of transport infrastructure? Is very, very important. Um, so where can we see an overlap of a lot of activity and investment into that area? Yes. Because if it's a piece of infrastructure that makes people's life better, where there's access to work or access to, um, you know, the beaches or some kind of amenity that makes their life better. Yes. Guess what? People are going to want to live there. Of course. So that's, that's, there's a, there's a long story to how do you pick great markets, but I think that if, you take one thing out of it. Yes. Try and peg yourself to something where there's going to be long-term value injected into the market because it's going to make people's lives better. I love that. And in terms of price point, obviously, um, the more you can actually buy, the more quality product you get. So you talked about the inner west last week, in all like two weeks ago, and um, a lot of properties in there around the one to two million mark. But Dom, our, a lot of our clients are first home buyers or starting again. And um, the price point that they're shooting for is about $1 million. And um, ironically, that's in line with, with a new product we've, um, um, we've got on our panel with the exclusive terms. Basically, they can borrow 97 and 100%, which really helps with that and not pay LMI. Uh, but the fact of the matter is $1 million is kind of the space that we're playing in. So I'd love to know those hidden gems that are around $1 million where it fit, ticks the boxes in terms of a good market, you know, not gentrified yet, but, it, you know, from an investment standpoint as well. I just want to say that I'm really jealous that I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> 97% or 100% with the LMI. That's yeah. what, what's just out of interest. What's that on a million dollar loan roughly? How much are their clients saving? Oh, they're, they're like on a million dollar loan, they're saving $20,000, $25,000 basically in LMI. Um, the, the actual product in point of fact is not just for lawyers. It's um, anyone with a, a degree working three years in their field. And that, there is specific income metrics to it. Okay, uh, but, so I might not meet those. You may not, but, 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 but um, those listeners out in uh, LinkedIn land as well, um, feel free to ask us questions. We're more than happy to field them. Okay, okay. Before we turn to Salzy, look, yeah. I'll answer your question. So your question was, um, what markets would I be looking at Please. for less than a million? There's lots. Um, 
if I'm going to point to a few markets where I can see that there's a lot of value, um, let me narrow it down to a couple. Please. Okay. So there's a few key pieces of infrastructure that I really like at the moment. Um, there is the stage two of the light rail. Stage one has already started. Yes. The stage two of light rail for Parramatta region. Yes. It starts at Westmead and it's going to go all the way around into Parramatta. It's going to eventually come into Wentworth Point. My well area. Very good. Into North Me and uh, into Wentworth Point, into um, Melrose Park. And it's going to connect sort of that Western precinct. Uh, it's going to create... Uh, bring a lot of transport infrastructure, but I think is much needed. I think it's a bit hard to get in and out of, say, Wentworth Point, in between sort of Wentworth Point and roads, and there's a few bits and pieces and it might be a bit difficult and not very easily accessible. Yes. And if you have a look at where the big growth areas are, it really is the western suburbs of Sydney, so creating a bit more transport infrastructure there and connecting sure. those western suburbs is going to make it a lot nicer and better to live there. So I like that. I also like the... Um, the metro, the Sydney metro, there's the north line, there's the Bankstown line, which we spoke about for Marrickville and all the way up to Bankstown. But there's also going to be the western metro line. Wow. So that's going to be really, really cool. I think that finishes 2024, 2026. Maybe just go and check the government website. This isn't, this isn't hidden information. It's not inside information. But I think the intersection of having both the metro rail line that gets you into the city very easily yes as well as that's a sydney cbd and then the light rail which allows you to get into Parramatta cbd very very easily areas that are doubling up with that transport infrastructure yeah um i think stand to get a lot of value over the long run because quite simply it's going to be much much nicer and easier to live out there and for less than a million dollars, you can get some really, really good value with excellent developers. Um, just so you know, I'm not plugging any particular developer. Just it's I, I'm not. Um, what do you call it? Because you can refer to any bank. And you don't. Mind. A vendor agnostic. Vendor agnostic. Agnostic. Yeah, I'm it. developer We're agnostic. We're very religious here. Yeah, I'm developer <laughs> agnostic. But I think that if you are going to go purchase brand new off the plan, it pays to go work with some of the best developers in town. Yes. Sekasui House has built. 2,400,000 homes or 300,000 wow. homes. Pace um, is, I think, one of the largest privately owned development companies and they've got big developments out there. Um, there's a whole bunch of other developers that are out there that are doing really good work and they're reasonably priced their product and they're just doing a lot of, um, I think they're following the trend of key investments in infrastructure. Very cool. I hope I answered that question. No, you did. You really did. Um, is there, um, like, on, on that note of what, um, I'm more than welcome to, out what Cribs does if you want to say actually what Cribs does because a lot of people ask me in the email like what does Cribs do because they didn't have time to look uh, okay so a little plug to me thank yeah. you no, I, I, think, I think the simplest way to think about Cribs is we analyze um, both the people and property data we like to understand how people move and yeah. what they do and what different areas that they're interested in okay um, we like to understand our clients very very intimately like what are their needs requirements um what kind of a portfolio they're trying to build and how can we support them on their property journey. But then we also like to know the property data very, very intimately. So we we try to follow the key macro trends in the market as well as you know key investments in infrastructure, where the employment nodes are going to be. And we use media as a way to talk to different developers, builders, architects, all the key suppliers in that value chain for property to intimately understand how it comes together and where we can find the best deals. Okay. So very simply, we try to find 
people understand their needs and put them into the right properties to protect their interests and to benefit their needs. You're, you're like us, you're in the business of time. You're trying to save people that time piece because all that research, all that data, that all takes time. But you're trying to condense that down and basically be that conduit, basically. Well, we live and breathe it and we love it. So, I mean, if you're going to talk to someone, we're, we're an option and I think we're doing a pretty good job. You are. And thanks again for your time on this episode there, Dom. Oh, we're done. No, we know a little uh, bit. I wanted to, I wanted to say, look, we've known you for, for a long time, but also we've got some exciting news as well at LHL. What's happening? Um, well, we, we can say it because this episode has come out. We've actually partnered with the Law Society in New South Wales, wow. which is fantastic. We're their official member connections partner. So... Um, Anyone that is looking to um, looking into their finance, they can get exclusive uh, benefits now that we're a partner. And we're very excited to um, be able to serve the legal community in that way. Mate, congratulations. Thank you so much. That's a really big deal. That's, Appreciate that's, that's, that's and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's like the industry body. And, and well, in New South Wales, um, uh, most of the lawyers, if not all the lawyers, to a large extent, are um, have to get their uh, membership through um I'm, I'm talking to the converted because many of our clients are our members. Yes. Uh, but it's basically the um, regulating body and the um, the membership body for New South Wales. So if you're partnered um, with the Law Society, it obviously um, that benefits members because they can get things that, um, um, you know, other people can't get, basically. And I would have thought that, that you know, and, and excuse you people out there, but that's like a, a quite a big deal because it typically aligns with banks and that kind of well, stuff. Well, yeah, it, it's a big deal because... Um, just shows how far we've grown as a company and also the trust that we've made, managed to forge in the legal community. And um, we just want to, as we've always said, we want to be that, um, that value-providing, um, vendor-agnostic, elevation-through-education uh, entity that is just basically wanting to support the community that we allege we serve and, and we feel that we do that. Mate, fantastic. Well, thanks again there, Dom. I really appreciate your time. And um, thank you again, everyone who's watching, for tuning in for another episode of the Eventus series. Come back to you in another two weeks. Take care. Well done.